salt and burn this my name is sammy i'm valerie and welcome back to another week of our supernatural rewatch podcast i've been staring at data sheets like data entry sheets and excel sheets for like two and a half days straight so oof, i couldn't do it anymore and i just woke up grumpy it's cold and wet and i'm tired of it being cold and wet <laughs> you know it's yes I, I hear you. It's been, we actually had a nice day yesterday here in Charlotte <clears throat> and it changes your, your outlook even for that day. And then mm -hmm. makes it even harder the next day when it goes back to cold and yeah. wet. And it's like, oh, yes. Uh, I had a, a friend of mine sent me a, um, a, a post about what winter is like here in uh, Charlotte. It says uh, the 12 seasons of North Carolina, winter, full spring, second winter, Spring of Deception, which is where we are right now. <laughs> Third winter, the pollening, actual spring, summer, hell's front porch, false fall, second summer, actual fall. So we are in the spring of deception. <laughs> right. I very much remember pollening, the season of Ugh. pollening. I've never yes. experienced anything like that before. <laughs> Waking up to my car covered. It was it, my my uh what car what color did i have my little red truck car? it oh. could have been either my black car and or my red truck were now just yellow or orange yellow green yeah yep. so researching some of this episode um there was some really nitpicky things that people found about this episode and so i went back and i started watched for those nitpicky things and some of them were actually wrong um, others, I was like, wow, I think you just didn't like this episode. And this so is, we're just finding things. This is a very disliked episode amongst the fandom. <laughs> yeah, and Eric Kripke himself. It's like one of his least favorite episodes. Yeah, I, you know what? I can kind of see why, yeah. to be honest with you. <laughs> but let's get into that. So, season one, episode eight, Bugs. Bugs. Directed by Kim Manners, whom we like. Uh, mm -hmm. Written by Bill Coakley and Rachel oh, Maeve. Get some glasses, Sammy. I know. I wrote really small, too. Because I was trying to be artistic and write like little <laughs> bugs. I'm dumb. Episode description, after a construction worker is killed by insects burrowing into his brain, the brothers investigate a town's history and find that a new housing development is being built on sacred Indian land with a curse attached. I have alternate descriptions for this as well, for my own self after, oh. but I'll, I'll save those till the end because I don't want to do any like spoiler alerts or anything. Okay. Okay. Well, it starts out, unfortunately, with a TV trope of Native American lands you know, are cursed, you know, because yeah, the, of, the description uh, does. Yeah. 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 But so that's the, the premise. I mean, they don't, you don't, they don't discover this until later in the episode, mm -hmm. but reading the premise and then discovering as you go, it's like, Oh, 
Okay, so we've gone back to, you know, Native Americans. Uh, Equal curse. Curse. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Curse the white man because of white man's atrocities to <laughs> yeah. them. Yeah. Do you, um, I don't think you do. I think I've asked you this a million times, but do you watch Parks and Rec? No, not okay. enough to know. Yeah. I mean, it's so, funny. <laughs> yeah, it is funny. Um, so there's a character, a recurring character in there who is uh, an, an American Indian man um, whom this town of Pawnee, Indiana has a bad history with Native Americans. And they make, they poke fun of the kind of Midwestern relationship of, uh, you know, those kinds of things. So this guy, I think, I forget what his name, Ken, Ken something. Anyway, he's part of the Wamapoke tribe in this town of Indiana. And there's one episode where he's mad that they're building something on a sacred burial ground. They're building like a temporary mm -hmm. festival or something. Mm -hmm. And they said, I'm sorry, like, there's just nowhere, nowhere else to put this. And this guy says, well, fine, I'm just going to have to put a curse on you then. And he does a, a I think he, this guy is actually an American Indian. Uh, the actor is the performer um, okay yeah so but anyway then he does a uh, what's that thing called where they do because it's set up documentary style kind of like the offices so he does like a one-on-one -on -one with the camera like a oh, interview, uh -huh. you know and he's like if there's one thing i know about white men is that they are terrified of curses <laughs> <laughs> it's true it is true. I mean, in the context of the episode, this is all very funny and poking fun at white people. Um, absolutely. Poke away. Yes. We absolutely deserve it. Yes. This was not, this episode of Supernatural was not really poking fun, though. <laughs> no, no, that, no, no. In fact, it's only Dean who really gets poked fun at and uh, along the way. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the episode opens with a housing development being built on Oasis Plains, Oklahoma. Not a real place. Doesn't exist. Uh, there's a there's a weird... <laughs> this place, Oasis Plains, does not exist. Sepulpa, which they mention later, does exist. Yeah. Atoka exists, but not Atoka Valley, and also not in the correct location when they're describing miles away from, you know, uh, X like to Y. Like 60 miles from here. Yeah. And... We'll, we'll get to that point yeah. when they mention all these towns. But okay. but I kind of made like a little map of Oklahoma and I was like, okay, this part exists. <laughs> this one does not exist. <laughs> this one kind of exists. Um, so map quest moment by Sammy. <laughs> well, actually, Sepulpa, the one that does exist, is about 45 minutes away from Claremore, Oklahoma, which I have lived in and spent a lot of time in. Oh. So... Wow. Uh, so, uh, an adjacent map quest moment, maybe we could call it. <laughs> no, that's a connection. That, yeah, that's, yeah. That's a connection. Very I like nearby. That. Mm -hmm. I like that. So anyway, it opens up. There's a gas and power company, um, I assume, fitting power lines and stuff like that into the, all yeah. of these new houses. And they're commenting like, man, I'd love to live here if I could ever afford it. Right. Uh, <laughs> and that's how you feel like anytime you like drive mm -hmm. through like a new development and like, totally. oh, wouldn't it be great? Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. next life, our yeah. next life through. Yeah. yeah. And uh, one guy falls immediately into a sinkhole, breaks his yeah. ankle and asks for his buddy for help. And then buddy goes to get a rope. Yeah. And in the meantime, <laughs> wow. Because apparently, because it's a. Uh, Travis is the buddy who goes to get yeah. uh, a rope to help save uh, Dustin, Dustin who fell into the hole. Um, Travis takes the longest time 
finding a rope. He's like, I'll go find you a rope. And in the meantime, I mean, Travis is starting, I mean, uh, Dustin in, in this hole is starting to panic a little bit. I mean, first of all, he was very calm about, I've, I'm trapped uh, and I broke my ankle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, very calm. Mm-hmm. But then uh, while he's down there, you know, bugs from the hole start crawling on him and you start noticing, you know, a bug here and a bug there. And he's like, eh, yeah, Travis a little bit faster. Right. And the way the camera cut, it was like, oh, he notices like a pile of bugs next to him, like near his mm-hmm. hand or whatever, crawling in a hole. And you know, he screams like, hurry up. And then the next camera cut is they are blanketing him. Yeah. They have, they have just like enveloped him. They, he is now wearing blankets of bugs and they're crawling on his, on his hands, on his face. And, uh, and he's like, ah, faster, faster, Mm -hmm. you know? And, and Travis is still like, yeah, yeah, I'm coming. You know, doesn't quite notice the rising terror in his buddy's voice. And, the the next thing this is what got me though this was like this was a i i kind of bought into the episode based on this opening sequence uh. and that's when they showed uh you know they showed the guy's face um travis's face in in the hole no i'm just saying it wrong dustin's <laughs> face um he's his eyes are a little bit bloodshot um and there's bugs crawling like close to his eyes mm-hmm. and then you see one actually crawl into his ear yeah and that right there just had me want to like throw my hands up and yeah. be like, nope, <laughs> yeah. nope, can't, can't do this. If this is what this episode is going to be, oh my gosh, no. And that was my, my, ah, moment. Yeah, yeah. And, and me, myself, I'm like, Travis, hurry, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? bring the rope, you know? And he finally gets over there. Uh, Travis finally shows up with the rope and he looks down in the hole and he's like, Dustin, <laughs> <You know? laughs> No more sounds coming from the hole because Dustin has been killed by all of these bugs. And I have to say, these were not giant bugs. These no. were like little little beetles, which mm-hmm. still are bugs. And mm-hmm. if you don't like bugs, huh. Yeah. Um, but not something you would think as tearing into somebody's brain. Right. You know? And this was less than 30 seconds and all this yeah. happened. Which, yeah. <laughs> yes, the point where the beetle crawled into um his ear hole yes Mm -hmm. totally gross um but i think the fact that like the steps just escalated so quickly yeah you you always say things like take you out of a moment you know this one kind of took me out of the moment because there wasn't i didn't see the bugs scurrying really fast you know the bugs were just kind of sitting there on his chest it's you like know? somebody just dumped bugs on him. And <laughs> exactly. Like, okay, next. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. So the next thing we find is Sam and Dean, our heroes. Uh, Sam is reading a newspaper about, and there's a, an article about this contractor's death, but it says that he died from mad cow's disease. Mm-hmm. And so Sam has this question about, you know, mad cows. That's kind of a weird thing to be happening. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we see uh, Dean <laughs> coming out of a, is it like a bar? So yeah, a saloon. A total dive billiards bar. Where he clearly has just been uh, hustling and he made money and he's all happy about it. And, you know, wh- why why do we have to go look at a mad cow? <laughs> <laughs> why is this one of our things? Why is this, right. you know? 
So here's the thing about this episode, and they fall into this almost immediately. It becomes a story of exposition about the family. Oh, yeah. This, yes, this episode is absolutely a vehicle for dad storyline stuff. Yes, for, you know, son-dad relationships, brother-versus-brother relationships. And mm-hmm. they jump right into it from mm-hmm. the beginning. And then mm-hmm. it's like, oh, and it just puts the brakes on. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the information we need. But do we need it all at once in one episode? Right, right. And Especially just... since they haven't really mentioned Dad uh, for several episodes now. Right. But, with the exception of that one line of, like, I don't think Dad wants to be found. And then that was it at the right. beginning, you know. Right, um, exactly. But no, they jump right into a nice foreshadowing moment over, um, you know, talking about how they were raised and whether it was messed up or not. And... Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> so there's there's one funny thing I liked about this this particular scene uh, when they're discussing whether it's mad cow or not mad cow and and uh, Dean says something like well it sounds like uh, that's something they would talk about on Oprah and Sam says you watch Oprah yeah <laughs> and Dean is totally caught flat footed in that moment he's like uh I and he doesn't yeah. have an answer so oh and I was I I loved that a total zing. Because he just caught off guard. I loved that too because, I mean, spoiler alert, in the future, Sam is usually the one that gets the shit for watching the, you know, quote unquote girly thing or the geeky thing or yep. the, yep. the, the not up, what's up. considered the manly thing, you know? <laughs> right, right. Which is funny because that, uh, oh, I need to stop saying this is funny. It is funny because later in this episode, Dean becomes the total girl. Yeah. The total girl, the. <laughs> the shower, shower moment that we can get to yes yeah so they say okay they, i mean dean dean's convinced sort of to go let's let's go uh research this this theft and uh i was all excited for them to have new personalities like i thought maybe they were going to be contractors or construction workers and they weren't <laughs> they just rolled into town um but they did when they were talking they ended up talking to uh just uh no Travis. <laughs> the other one <laughs> i'm fired i'm just gonna are you drinking wine can i have some of it please yeah how am i uh, the one drinking wine and you're the one mixing up all the night i know i'm tired i'm tired um they they hunt down they're they're able to find travis mm-hmm. um and this poor guy is pretty shaken by what he experienced uh and he can't explain he's like I don't know. I don't know why he died the way he did. Um, oh, and Sam and Dean present themselves as uh, Dusty's nephews. Yes. Like, yes. Oh, good old and Uncle this Dusty. Is, this is persona number one in the episode. They have three different personas. And while they're not as dramatic as, you know, Homeland Security or anything right. like no that. No costume changes are uh, required. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the first fake identity. Yeah. Is, you know, yeah. Uncle Dusty. Uncle Dusty. We're his nephews. Yeah. He talked about you all the time. Although Travis did say something that was kind of... <laughs> I don't know if it was meant to be funny, but they said, oh, well, did he have any wounds or anything? And he was like, no, he was just bleeding from the eyes, ears, and nose. That's it. <laughs> I, I, I paused the thing, and I said, that's it? <laughs> that's all you... Oh, my gosh. 
So then we say goodbye to Travis for the rest of the episode, and they they go back to the hole. They they go back well, to the no, hole. The, yeah. the death. Yeah. yeah the, the, scene, mm-hmm. <laughs> the scene of the bugs. Yeah, yes. The scene of the tragic injury. And there was a cute, funny brother moment here where they're just jabbing each other. You too oh. scared to go? Let's flip a coin. If you too scared, I'm not scared. Well, I said I would go. Mm-hmm. No, I said I would go. Don't yeah. drop me. <laughs> <laughs> so Sam goes in, right? Sam gets lowered yeah. into the hole, but we don't see, just finds a couple of dead bugs. Yeah, they do like a cut to him yeah. after the hole, after fondling the a dead beetle. <laughs> and Dean's like, that's all you found? Yeah. <laughs> a couple of dead bugs? Really? We're still here? Yeah. You know, there's no way that those teeny tiny little bugs and the few numbers could have destroyed that man's brain the way it was described. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so they decide they need to go into town and look for more answers about bugs, see if there's any other bug issues. And that's is that when they're driving through the Oasis Plains? Uh, yes, and they see a sign that says open house and a barbecue. And, and Dean's ding, ding, ding. ears poke up. <laughs> He's like... <laughs> Well, as long as we're here. And I what I I love that this becomes a running theme for Dean. Food. food. <laughs> and not just like food, but like food, like barbecue, yes. down home, meaty food. And that yes. becomes like a character signature of his. Uh-huh. And so when when I saw when I saw the barbecue sign, I was like, Yes, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> and so it starts. They roll up on an open house in this new development. Um and the uh they they go up to the open house and this is where another moment where i thought something big was going to happen not um not scary uh-huh. but when they knocked on the door of the uh of the open house and the realtor opens the door i was expecting costume change new personas even though they didn't hint that that's what they were going to do i was expecting new 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 scene in, uh, uh, sam and dean yeah mm-hmm. and they introduced themselves as Sam and Dean. I was like, yes. oh. <laughs> but what I love is they introduce themselves as themselves, uh-huh. but everybody thinks they're somebody else. Like they, people think that they're a, a gay couple. Yes. Yes. And yeah. not themselves. They are being themselves and people think that they're a gay couple. Yes. <laughs> but so, they do say they do have, this is their second. I, I, uh, I thought of this as their second persona. Of it's being potential for homeowners mm-hmm, for right. their their senior father, <laughs> right? <laughs> so the the guy who plays um, this realtor, uh, the uh, Larry Pike character, mm-hmm. the actor's name is Andrew Airely. He comes back. He has a re- he has another role on um, Supernatural uh-huh. in season fifteen. I just thought that was kind of cool. I don't recognize him. Like I wouldn't. I didn't put my finger on it. But uh, I looked him up and I was like, aha, he gets called back for another another episode later down the line, way mm-hmm. later down the line. But I thought mm-hmm. that was cool. But did you I not recognize him from anything else? Um, I, I didn't. I mean, I recognized oh him. Oh, my as God. A... I thought you were going to talk about him because I looked him up, too, because he looked very familiar to me. And again, it's he's mostly done a lot of uh, guest star stuff. But mm-hmm. I think he has a huge role in Stargate or at least a pretty recurring role. Wait, yes, Stargate. <laughs> and I was totally going to be like, oh, here, she's going to talk about the Stargate I... guy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. But also, the woman who plays his wife on the show, uh-huh. um, she's Joni Pike, is Anne-Marie DeLuise. Uh-huh. She was on Stargate. 
she's married to Peter DeLuise, who directed a huge amount of Stargate uh, and, and is also the son of Dom DeLuise, who was famous for movies yes. in the 80s yes. um, and also a chef, a very mm-hmm. famous chef. Um, yes, sorry. I... <laughs> but yes, thank you for, for refreshing me that he was on Stargate. It's a good catch, though, about him coming back. So we're introduced to the wife you know, the realtor's wife. And then we're introduced to another real estate salesperson, Uh uh, Linda Bloom. Did you recognize this actress? I didn't. Okay. She's also on Supernatural in a later (laughs) season. And she's on one of my most favorite episodes. Which one? Uh, The uh, Invisible Friend episode. Okay. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sam's imaginary friend. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. She's the mom of the daughter in the beginning oh. who doesn't see the imaginary friend or the carnage. Uh-huh. And so she's the one who's like... Oh, smearing herself. With- yes, okay. yes, yes. I don't want to go too much into that episode. Yeah. But unintentionally hilarious. Yeah. Unintentionally hilarious. So I saw her face. I was like, oh, she looks- oh I know that woman. I know that woman. <laughs> and so... I was very excited to see her mm-hmm. and in a very different role than right. she is later. Right. Um, oh, man. And she plays your typical real estate, you know, agent. Yeah. Trying to trying to sell you a house. Yes. <laughs> Talks about the steam shower. I want a steam shower. I do too I, now after she was talking about it. Yes. I have no idea what a steam shower is, but I want one. I'm assuming it's a shower that also has steam, so you're warm from all around as opposed Mm. to just, okay. Sounds very nice right now. (laughs) You know, when we buy our our new fabulous homes. (laughs) Right. (laughs) After we're done recording our our very famous podcast (laughs) from inside our closets. Right. Um, So while she's trying to, like, really hardball sell a house to Dean, um, whom she, oh, there's a, (laughs) she also mistakes them for a homosexual couple. Yes. And instead of correcting them this time, Dean just goes along with it and says, well, I'm just going to go go somewhere, honey, and slaps him on the ass. Slap Sam on the ass. Yes. That was improvised. I'm sure. Because the look look on uh, Jared's face was like. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) I think there's payback for that later. There is. In another scene. Okay. I caught that too, and I had to rewind it a few times because I thought it was so funny. I was like, yes, yes, um, unplanned. So, uh, what, what's her name? Lori, Lindy, uh, Linda, Lin- Linda, hardball selling a house to Sam, <laughs> and a tarantula is slowly crawling towards her, and behind the tarantula is this teenage kid looking gleefully. <laughs> well, this is going to be great. Yep, and Sam saves her. He says, right. "Excuse me." And, like, very casually scoops up the tarantula. this tarantula. And and I have to say, I am terrified of spiders. Mm. Um, I think, I mean, I know enough about tarantulas to know that they are harmless. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are big, hairy spiders. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't play into my natural instinct of, ooh, <laughs> let me pick you up and pet you. Right, right. Um, so I, I probably would have had a hard time. Granted, I'm sure they had people working with them to, like, get mm-hmm. used to the tarantulas. Mm-hmm. But I was very impressed with, with, you know, Sam just being able to pick it up and be like, yeah. okay, joke's over. Take back your pet. Yeah. And, with, would not and Jared, like Jared, the actor, like picking up the tarantula. Yes. I'm not particularly scared of spiders, but I'll, I'm on the same boat. I'm like, I don't know if I would 
play with one, you know, <laughs> keep right. one as a pet. Um, <laughs> right. Now, <laughs> did you recognize this guy, the son? I did. Okay. <laughs> I did. Here, here is so number much... number three. I, this cast. Oh, my god. I know. Gosh. They, maybe they wanted to make up for the bad episode. Maybe they're like, you know what? We need to give these actors another chance. And... Right? <laughs> yes. And he has a fantastic role yes. later on. Yes. And it's a heartbreaking role. Yeah. Um, you know, he's, uh, was, uh, wait, uh, Alfie? Samandriel. Uh, Alfie Man- slash Samandriel. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's like a hot, uh, his persona is like he's a hot dog <laughs> worker. Yeah. Like works at a hot dog fast food restaurant. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. and he's heartbreaking. Yes. And but I love Spoiler him, but... alert, and we don't want to go too much no. into it. But just know that this whole family <laughs> <laughs> gets recast. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, except for the mom. The mom doesn't. Oh, right. I'm sorry. I it's was confusing the, the, the other real estate. The real estate. Real, yeah. It's Linda, the real estate. Linda. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. No, Tyler Johnston, who plays Matt, mm-hmm. the son. Matching haircuts with Sam. And then they discuss how much they both have bad relationships with their dad. <laughs> <laughs> to to a point, you know. But... Right. Right. Uh, unintentionally discussing. They don't realize yeah. that, that right. they have shared experiences. So, yes. Yeah, so now Sam gets to have a little one-on-one with, uh, with Matt. Mm-hmm. And Matt automatically, like, first thing out of his mouth, you know, he's not calling his dad by, by dad. He's calling him by his name, Larry. And, mm-hmm. you know, don't tell Larry. You know, he doesn't, you know, he never even mentions me when it comes to introducing the family. Mm-hmm. You know, so clearly a strained relationship there between matt and larry pike and that bums me out because he seems like such a good kid yeah i mean granted the gleefulness over you know potentially scaring someone with his pet spider no harm would be done but you know yeah so at some point during this open house they find out that there was another death prior to dustin and that was somebody who had died by bee stings yeah a lot of bee stings yeah books of bee stings so there's um, something going on here must be with, with bugs. With since, bugs, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> and then they decide to uh, um, uh, what's that, squat in an open house. Yeah, a brand new, not not moved into yet house. So he can try stay. the steam shower. Yes, <laughs> yes, because they they need to stay and investigate these bugs. It's not just this one incident. Incident. It's yeah. bees and beetles. And uh, so when they the sam sam's driving and dean pops out of the car and opens up the garage door of this uh-huh. empty house sam pulls the uh the car into the garage and dean's got his arms over his head because he's just physically opened the garage door with his with his hands yeah and this is the other moment where <laughs> sam as he drives past <laughs> dean holding up the garage door like slaps him i thought he was gonna i thought he was gonna nut punch him honestly oh that's what it looked like to me honestly it was just a little nut tap um, it may have been, it looked more I think like it, a belly. I, oh, no, I think it, it was meant think to it was be a, a nut tap. tap. Yeah. Okay. I will say then, just gives him a nice, friendly, <laughs> yeah. as he drives past him. I loved that. I did too. <laughs> I loved that. And it, it's funny because it takes me out because I'm like, oh, that was totally Jared and Jensen. But yes. it took me out in a good way. It wasn't like, oh, damn it. You know, yeah. why they But it was that. also like a brother moment. And maybe yes. he was just getting him back for the ass slap. Right. Oh, I'm sure (laughs) if they filmed it in order, but I would say yes. So in they go to their, to their squatter's house. Mm -hmm. And in the meantime, now this is evening time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Linda, the realtor is back at her house and she's watching the news. They're talking about 
you know, there's been an increase in insect activity. And so Mm -hmm. the counties are spraying more bug spray. And while she's watching this, a spider crawls out of her hair and across her forehead. Yeah. And it's a, it's a good size spider. It's like a quarter silver Uh dollar size Uh spider that she, she swipes away, but has like when she doesn't just like wipe it away it's like she kind of gets a hold of it and i would think that in that moment she would have felt that it wasn't just like her bangs falling in her face i think she realized it was a bug but i don't think she realized what it was yeah and i would have uh in that moment i you know when you feel something on you and you're like ah and you go to wipe it off but then in the moment when you feel that it's an actual animal Uh on you I follow that up with like the wired ninja dance. I do the whole <laughs> make sure, make sure there's nothing else on you. But she was just like, meh, one bug, meh, okay. And then she went back to watching the news. Right. The the only thing that I can explain away with that is that she didn't know that it was a spider or a bug or anything. She just felt something. Because what I would have done and what I have done, because I grew up in the country and lived in the country a lot where there there are just spiders around and occasionally there might be one crawling on you is if I feel it, say if it's crawling on my arm, I mm-hmm. slap my arm and I do not lift my hand up, you know? And I'm like, Oh my God, it's going to get away. Or I'm going to have to like, how, oh. how do, how do I remove the spider from where it is or bug or whatever it is? I'm going to have to look at it. I don't want to look at it. Oh, you and I are completely different. I need to get it off me right away and then deal with it either running back at me or running. I mean, I, the whole, like, I just need to get it off my body. That is off my body. And especially if you feel it, when you feel the like outline of an yeah, animal, you yeah. know, of an insect on you, it's like, yeah. I do. I literally do the it's an, Yeah. I'm, Again, I don't, I'm not exactly scared of bugs, but I don't like when they are unexpectedly uh, on me. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, working in Hawaii, the the amount of bugs that you would unintentionally end up sharing a bed with mm-hmm. um, were usually rather large. Yeah. And uh, there's a part of you that has to tell yourself to calm down. It's just this or it's just that, you know, because yes. otherwise you're going to spend your entire time in Hawaii freaking out. Yes, yes. So then she, after she swipes away the spider, she turns <laughs> off the TV and gets into the shower. And... <laughs> <laughs> and this is where the show took a really bad turn. Oh me. yeah, this, this is where is, this is where really... I this is where I said, and then also not too much later after this, I was kind of like, okay, so half the production team and also the artistic team maybe took vacation during this episode. Maybe they used the C team. You know, <laughs> this was yeah, this just was so poorly executed, it and I felt really bad was. for for the actress. Because yeah. she really had to put herself out there. I mean, what we're talking about is she's in the shower and suddenly spiders are supposed to start coming out of the pipes out of the shower head. Yes. A, but, clut- a clutter of spiders. That's yeah, what a I group mean, of spiders is called. I oh, it's a clutter. Yeah. Oh, I yes. didn't know that. I know. Okay. Um, I would just say a shit ton. A shit ton. Yes. A shit ton of spiders come crawling oh. out through the shower head, like the... The point where the shower head meets the wall. You know, they're crawling out right. through that yeah. point. They're not they're not being shot out at her. They're just crawling out from the pipe onto the wall. Yeah. And the CGI it, of this was So awful. bad. It was awful. There's no way to spin this. You can't even say, like, oh, network TV, they don't have... No. No. It was... No. It was somebody's, like, you know, high school, <laughs> you know, video project. It was yeah. so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it looked fake it was fake and it's like they didn't even try and uh, and so the actress is you know once she realizes that there's spiders coming out of the wall, she screams mm-hmm. and does what I would have done, which is smashes through the glass, <laughs> through the glass of her door. shower door to get away from the spiders. That would have been me. Absolutely. But in doing that, she is mortally wounded and then attacked by the spiders. We don't see yeah. them actually attacking her. No, you, all you see is her crashing through the glass door. You see a bunch of blood splattering through the the floor, the shower drain. Yeah. And then the next scene is her several feet away. Um, just lying on the floor, naked. You don't even really see like where she was bleeding was she from, impaled right. with the glass. I don't know, but right. there are spiders crawling over her. Face. And but they're teeny tiny little spiders. Now, yes. granted, those actually looked real. Those may have yeah. actually been real spiders Maybe. on her. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were teeny tiny as compared to the mother load of spiders, the size of the spiders that came out yes. at her. Um, I have a I have a story that I want to insert here. I have, I have story time. Speaking of Hawaii, we've already mentioned there are a lot of bugs there. It's an it's an island. It's a tropical island. There are creatures there that were, were there, there before, before us, you, right? mm-hmm, and they're going to be there long after we are gone. So I was. This is one of the summers that we were working there. I think it was maybe the second one, and I arrived a few days before our job was supposed to start so I could, you know, spend some time in Hawaii. And I was staying with my friend Joe, uh, who lives there, and showed me a tour of the house and stuff like that. Very cool bungalow little place. And then he said, oh, but man, you got to watch out for the, you know, the cane spiders and the centipedes. Now, you know what a centipede is. It's one of the most horrifying bugs out there. A cane spider is a spider that is about the size of your hand. Maybe even bigger. Like, if we're talking my hand, like our tiny little hands, bigger than our tiny little hands. Yep. They're bigger than this tarantula that was in this episode. Absolutely. And, and um, uh, leggier, too. Like, the, the legs are longer than the tarantula. And hairy. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, don't, you know, it's fine. They, every now and then they show up, but they, they won't hurt you or anything. So, and this was straight off of my um, flight, you know, that I got there. So then I was like, okay, I'm going to go take a shower. And I get in the shower, I I have the shower running. And I see in the mirror, I'm looking in the mirror, and I see behind me, crawling on the wall, is one of those cane spiders. Oh, my gosh. And I kind of just stood there for a minute, not really knowing what to do. (laughs) And, um... And then the cane spider crawled around somewhere and disappeared. And I was like, okay, well, um, I'm just going to get in the shower. And so I did, you know, sharing the bathroom with the cane spider. I have no idea where he is. Oh, my God. And I get out of the shower. I was terrified to pull a towel out from his shelf. Oh, you know? my gosh. He was not there. The cane spider was not there. But after I get done out of the shower, you know, get dressed and everything, I come out and I said, Joe, I saw one of those cane spiders you were talking about in the bathroom. He's like, what? I haven't seen one of those in months. I was kind of just joking around, you know, trying to get a rise out of you with, <laughs> with these bugs. He invoked the spider. He did. And so I was like, oh, no, it's definitely in there somewhere in the bathroom. So then we venture into the bathroom and kind of, you know, knock on some things, trying to coax it out. And it does. It does come out of the bathroom and it's crawling very fast. And it goes out the bathroom, up the wall and onto his ceiling of his bedroom, his loft bedroom. And we're like, um, how do we get this this cane spider off? Uh, his ceilings were very, very high. So he gets this broom and he's like trying to oh, kind gosh. of knock it off or whatever. 
This cane spider drops from the ceiling and directly into my open suitcase oh. right underneath. Oh my god. It, did did it, were there any screams at this at point? the once okay. I started like oh like okay I gotta get the spider out of my suitcase and so then I started kind of like lightly pulling my clothes away oh my god and then it came and then it chased me then the cane spider chased me and that is when I screamed I couldn't take it anymore I was like the <laughs> spiders dropping like free falling just seeing a body that big fall yeah oh into my your suitcase god. into your suitcase nope nope. Yep. Did we All mention the that they're that they're harmless? Did we mention that when we started the story? They are, but it's it's just something else to a experience it for yourself. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Dear diary. Yeah. <laughs> Today. So thankfully, I did not, you know, kill myself by running out of a glass shower door. Oh, but, um, but that the instinct was there. Yes. <laughs> Oh my God, Sammy, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> Aloha. Yeah. <laughs> so going from that story yeah. to Linda, um, mm-hmm. uh, Sam and Dean hear about this on the um, uh, police scanner and goes to get Dean like, we got to go investigate something's happened. Well, Dean's in the shower <laughs> and he's like not coming out. And Sam's like, come on, we gotta go. And Sam opens the bathroom door and he's, A, like this plume of steam comes like Uh foofing out of the bathroom door. And he, of course, has his head wrapped in a a towel turban. Yeah. Which I I appreciate very (laughs) much. Anytime I can see a man who actually takes the time to wrap his head in a towel in a turban fashion. um, I love it. A little right. bit of luxury there. Yeah. He doesn't even um, have the hair for it. He, doesn't, it. Like, he doesn't need to. No, but that's what I love. It is, is funny, that... yeah. So eventually he is pulled away from his steam shower. And they go visit Linda's house in which Larry was there, you know, saying, like, oh, she passed away last night. I don't know really what happened. And the boys then say, okay, we need to look into this because she was perfectly fine yesterday. Right. So right. they sneak into the house and they... <laughs> Shake a towel, and then a bunch of plastic Halloween spider rings fall out. Yeah, <laughs> minus the rings, but yeah, pretty much, pretty much. What made me laugh first was the t- the tape outline of her body on the floor. I was like, are, do they still do that? Do they still chalk outline yeah. dead bodies in I'm not crime quite scenes? Sh- I'm not quite sure. I, d- I don't. Yeah, I can't answer that. Like, I can't, I don't know if I can laugh at that or say, well, actually, you know. Yeah, no, I I giggled at that moment. Um, But I was like, oh, all right, that's, (laughs) that's interesting. No, there was, was... there was from me an audible eye roll from those prop spiders. Spiders, yeah. It's like you could almost hear them, like, going, not clunk, but like, you know, Uh as plastic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was definitely a sit back from the TV as opposed to a lean in and uh-huh. like, let's see what's happening next. I thought I did before the when the when Dean and Sam first roll up to the house uh, before they go in, it's pouring rain. I yeah. mean, it just must that entire shoot must have just been torrential downpour. Yeah. And Sam and Dean get out of the car and they pop open umbrellas and Larry, the realtor, he has an umbrella. But all the construction guys yeah. out there just standing in the pouring rain you know and i mean there was a cop there who was obviously asking them questions in the uh-huh, background i'm uh-huh. like these poor extras again extras got the yeah, shaft yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. they're standing there in the 
pouring mm-hmm. rain. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those, please let this only be a one take. <laughs> right. <laughs> please get your lines right. Yeah, yeah. So because this involves bugs or yes. um, arachnids, technically, but they suspect Matt again, and All then right. they try and follow him. And so he gets off the bus, and Matt walks in a different direction than where his house is. Yeah, he walks into the woods. Yeah. Like so gets off the bus and goes, boop, right into the woods. Yep. Yep, so Sam and Dean follow him. They find Matt, and he's um, plucking a praying, a nice juicy praying mantis off of a... Uh, is it a praying mantis or a stick bug? Maybe it was a stick it was bug. A, it was a stick bug. I think it was a stick bug. Yeah, because yeah. praying mantises are green, and this was definitely... Uh, they can a... also be not green, but... Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, my... my uh, but I yeah, think you're looks... right. I think it is a stick bug. Um, anyway, a big bug. <laughs> he's he's yeah. handling a big bug. A big bug. Inquisitively. Yes. Yes, he's, a, he's into bugs, and that's okay. You know, we yeah. all got our things that we're into. He's into bugs. It's fine. So then they approach him. They kind of, um, what's the word? They're like, hey, we want to talk to you about bugs. Yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> they, they try to interrogate him, I guess, but, you know, very mildly. Yeah. Well, I love that his first question is, hey, are you guys serial killers? Because he's right, like, you're, yeah. not really, you're not really here to buy a house, are you? Wait a minute. Are you serial yeah, killers? Yeah. And Sam, of course, is like, no, hmm. we're 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 most definitely not that. But it's like, well, okay, and that, in that case, yeah, yeah. Come follow me deeper into the woods. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, but, but but he is a helpful character in this because he does know that something is up with the bugs. He's like, they're right. acting very unnatural. Let me show you. Yep, yep. And he leads them deeper into the woods into this clearing, which mm-hmm. this I I loved this because I had my ear pods in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Could yeah. you hear? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! The, I I will say that the sound quality of this production, they did a great job. Sound department yeah. did a great job because yes. the the bugs buzzing in your ear, it wasn't like an overwhelming. It was it was those brr, brr, you know. It was all sorts of insect sounds happening. Yeah. There were there were, you could hear the you their could legs crawling. Feel them. Yeah, you yeah, could. you could almost feel them in your ears, and yeah. I loved it. I was like, yes, yeah, yeah. If that whole episode would have just been sound and not, oh. Uh, any Absolutely. of the effects it would have been right? way scarier i think yeah that's got to be a disappointment though when like one department really falls down yeah on a on a gig it's oh, like god everybody else works so hard and it's not that the you know visual effects department didn't work hard yeah it failed it just whatever yeah. their efforts were didn't work right and so it makes me feel bad for all the other departments mm. um enough of that <laughs> so in this clearing um, I I saw what I thought was a, a big pile of worms. It was a big pile of worms. Okay. And uh, and Dean goes over to it and, like tap tap. Yeah. <laughs> Taps it with his foot, and uh, the the it turns into like a giant worm hole. Yeah. So it wasn't just this pile of worms. It was actually a a mass hole of, mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. worms. And uh, and he's able to uh, he notices something in the hole besides worms, and he reaches his hand in which. Yeah. (laughs) Again, I would not be the one doing that. Um, And it's not to say that I would be like girly screaming off into the corner. I think I would be able to do it if I had to. Right. Would you? Would you be like Willie from Temple of Doom, Indiana Jones Temple of Doom? No, I would do it. (laughs) I would absolutely. I would have stuck my hand in there, and I would have been no, no. But maybe a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so he pulls out a skull throughout all these worms. Like he. Yes. yes. He begrudgingly puts his hand in and pulls out a skull. 
A human skull. Um, but we should mention just right before this, when they're, uh, while they're walking to the clearing, is an, a lot of dad exposition again. Yeah. Is yeah. Uh, uh, Sam and Matthew kind of uh, commiserating together about, you know, their relationship with their dad and Sam saying like, oh, it's going to get better in two years because you can go off to college and, you know, do your own and thing. Get away from your dad. Yes. Yeah. And Dean says, well, he should just stick with their fa- with his family. That's a dumb yeah. answer. So this it's, is just them fighting within with each other but using Larry as a metaphor, you know. <laughs> right. It, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> what gets me, though, is that, you know, having grown up in the house together with Dad, you think that Dean would have been very clear on where Sam stood and why right. Sam left to go away to school and not and not be taken aback by well why would you tell that kid to do that mm-hmm. it's like well it's because he's Sam and he had these these experiences with dad that and so it I didn't like that it was a surprise not like <gasps> surprise but it was a, a revelation to Dean that Sam had those feelings about right. their dad so um, they take these skulls to a university because when you have um, questions, mm-hmm. <laughs> you go ask a professor at the, the local university. Yes, yes. And this professor says, well, these look like they're Native American bones, um, which this supposedly was a site of a, I think he said a Yuchi tribe. Was there? Uh, I don't think he said the Yuchi was there. I think he said he couldn't put his finger on any particular... Mm. Um, uh, history in that area but down the road there's the Yuchi tribe like 60 miles from here there's the Yuchi oh um, right because he said that there's nothing like on the record like officially right. on the record about what's there right but it's probably best to go through some word of mouth accounts from you know right. he didn't say not white people but I think that's what the implication <laughs> right. was <laughs> right they also didn't you know they didn't step into the whole well Oklahoma itself was Indian Native American. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was their territory that entire time. But we missed a a personality here, um, identifications, because Dean and Sam introduced themselves to this professor as not just students at the university, but students in his class. Oh, yeah, you're right. So they have four personas here, because I missed that one. or forgot about it. It's like, yeah, we're we're students here in your class, Uh Anthropology 101. And the professor's like, oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Which I get because all those 101 classes were lecture classes. They're huge. With like over 100 students in each class. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And in fact, um, the time that I spent at KU when I went there, I had a friend where we would accompany each other to each other's classes, even though (laughs) I was not enrolled in his political science class and he was not enrolled in my (laughs) I think it was archaeology class, you know, but we were just bored, you know, because we didn't have anywhere to go in between classes. So we just hang out. Oh, my God. These teachers had no idea, you know. <laughs> no. So they do go to um, to the Yuchi tribe. So like the little reservation area, I think. And this is, is it where a it, I okay. think so. Or it's a community that's in Sepulpa, Oklahoma, which is. Sepulpa, this, that was the name yeah. I was looking for. Okay. Yeah, Sepulpa is the town that does, in fact, exist in Oklahoma. Okay. Yeah. And they're able to find um, Joe White Tree. I don't want. I don't want to stereotype him as like a tribal elder, but he has stories. He has stories to tell yes. about what happened. Did you? <laughs> here's my question. Did you recognize this actor? I did. I noticed. I recognized him from Dances with Wolves. Yes. 
Um, okay. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if there was something. You win. Uh, yeah, Jimmy Herman, Dance with Wolves. I think he played Stonecalf. And he was great. He also had a role on the X-Files. So ah. full circle. Yeah. The only thing he didn't do was Stargate right. <laughs> or Psych. <But> right. <laughs> I loved, when Dances with Wolves came out, I loved that movie. I, I did too. I absolutely loved it. Um, so I was thrilled to, to see him mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a very soothing voice. Like mm-hmm. when he speaks and his cadence of how he yeah. says words was, oh, I could yeah. listen to him tell me bedtime you, stories, you know. <laughs> well, even even when he calls Dean out for being a liar, yeah, you know, because Dean and Sam introduce themselves as students of the university, and yeah, he's like, yeah. "You're lying." Yeah, so. but and this is also, you know, and I don't want to speak too much on this as a non-indigenous person, mm-hmm. but I sometimes feel uncomfortable when I'm watching a, a, a show or a movie that involves native american or american indian themes especially when it's this mystic kind of turn you know because i just yeah. feel like it's 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 too easy a thing to to write you know it'd be like oh native americans they're ancient burial ground right yeah. right or they you know speak in metaphors and stories and stuff like that it's just right. it's, you know, I and i don't say, know what to think about it you know <laughs> yeah i i actually think it's it's okay because historically they did their history was in storytelling. That's how they passed their history yeah. along, was in storytelling. So using that as a, as a background is okay. And I think the idea of like curses and ancient burial grounds isn't solely um, a Native American past lure because yeah. any any graveyard is a haunted graveyard. You know, it yeah. Has, but know, there is Americans. something that has been attributed to in, in media to America yes. American Indians, yes. which is. So. Curses. I would love to get away from from yeah. that and see them as people, as their yeah. people. So, but they—that's what they do here. Is <laughs> you know, they ask the questions and they say, you know, we found some bones here and there's been a lot of strange activity here. Can you tell us anything about it? And Joe Rightree goes into a a, a nice little tale mm-hmm. about um, here. I wrote it down. <laughs> I did. Well, I kind of, I liked the way he worded this, you know. Yeah. But yeah. The, the American cavalry came two hundred years ago when his ancestors were living on this land. They came to relocate the tribe, and then the tribe refused to go. <clears throat> the night the moon and the sun hung in the same sky, they came and raped and murdered for six nights. And on the sixth night, by the time the sun rose, every man, woman, and child still in the village was dead. But before the chief died. On that sixth night, he declared that the white man wouldn't tarnish that land again, that nature would rise up and torment for as many days as they themselves suffered. That's not verbatim, by the way. I just wrote <laughs> <but laughs> <laughs> no, it. No, that sounds right. I mean, he, you know, if you could say it the way he did, I'd appreciate it. But no, right. um... I'm, not, I'm not an old man <laughs> with a beautiful, soothing voice. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so it turns out that the chief... Did you tell this part of the story that the chief did curse the white yes, man? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, <clears throat> with nature. Yes. It's like nature will prevail mm-hmm. against the white man. <laughs> Dean, and, Dean and Sam are like, bugs. Bugs are nature. So yep. this is a thing. This is this is what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Sam says, well, how do you break a curse? And Dean <laughs> says, you don't. You just get out of its way. Yes. Yes. And they also so They also find out that tonight is the sixth night. Oh, it's the equinox. Yeah. Yes. Well, but because the sun and the moon are in the same sky, they equate that with the spring equinox. Mm-hmm. But the, uh, start when they determined the first night that Dustin died, 
um or was it Dustin or maybe it was no, the other it was person the B guy yeah it was the, the B guy the B guy yeah yeah and they said oh well that's six nights so right. uh we gotta go <laughs> yes we gotta go we have to get that family out of there because this isn't a salt and burn moment this is we yeah have get to the fuck out of the way get out yeah and so as they're driving to this house to go get the family out they, they call they get a hold of the son matt no like, they, matt. they call the they um oh, they call the realtor they call first the dad. they call the dad and this was my persona number three but actually persona number four that he pretends to be travis, travis. weaver from gas and power saying there's a, a gas leak yes. right, right but you know in a twist larry knows who travis is he said this is not travis who the hell are you right hangs up and then sam calls matt and says matt you have to convince your dad to get out of the house tell him you know do you make him listen and matt's like my dad won't listen to me yeah yeah because matt has also found um a bunch of hissing cockroaches in the back of in his backyard which are my nightmare those cockroaches or cockroaches hissing cockroaches specifically hissing cockroaches cannot cannot do them if i see them on tv i screamed i was just like no i was gonna say did you jump when they popped out yes i did i did i cannot handle the hissing cockroaches so kim manners who directed this episode Mm -hmm. um also directed an x-files episode that had like 300 cockroaches in it there were there were like 30 i think there was thirty thousand bugs in this episode And uh, he also directed an X-Files episode that had those hissing cockroaches, uh, 300. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> so that's a no? So, yeah, Sam is speaking to Matt and saying, you got to make him listen. You got to make him listen. Dean grabs the phone and says, no, just tell him a story. Tell him that, what is your you your left arm pain hurts? Pain in your side. Yeah, pain you in your side, something. And then he's, yeah. <laughs> he laughs. At, he looks at Sam. He's like, just make them listen. What the hell are you thinking? What are you thinking? That was funny. Yes, that was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. So they they show up at the house and the family is still there. Mm-hmm. And of course, this was my, I shouted at the TV. I'm like, people need to listen to the heroes. If they don't listen to the heroes, then they put everybody in danger. Yeah. That always happens. You don't listen to the heroes. Now the heroes have to put themselves in danger while trying to save you because you didn't listen in the first place. Right. But but also, they don't know that Sam and Dean are the heroes. They just think no. they're just some guys, you know? I No, I know yeah. that. But us as the saying, audience are like, no! <laughs> you, you have to listen to the yeah. heroes. You know, so. Um, and so the the dad... The dad's like, what are you guys doing here? Get the hell out. You guys are crazy trying to tell us that there's bugs invading. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and Dean looks at Matt, the son. He's like, what happened to the plan? <laughs> yeah. You had a plan. What happened to the plan? I am like that all the time in life. In life. I'm like, we made a plan. Yeah. Why aren't we doing the thing? Oh, he, he just looks so crestfallen. He's like, Matt, we had a plan. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so now they have to plan B it. And luckily for Sam and Dean, like bugs start showing up and it's like, haha, see, we told you. Mm, yeah. So the dad is like, oh crap. Right. So they, they all hustle they all into the house. Hustle into the house because now it's too late to leave, apparently. Yes. So Sam and Matt go off to lock everything in the house it's doors, windows, the fireplaces, anything that could have an opening. Yep. Dean is shoving towels under the door. The wife is like, what's happening? You know, because <laughs> she's been, you know, nowhere to be found. <laughs> 
And they can't call the, through their landline because the bucks have chewed through the... Right, the power goes out. Yeah, the power goes out. They've chewed through the power lines. They can't they use can't... the cell phone because the bugs are covering the signal like, with the mass the of house. their swarm. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're literally blanketing the house so no signal can get out. Yep. Dean finds one can of bug spray because that's that's going to do it is one can of bug spray. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, and even the, the wife is like, really? Yeah. <laughs> bug spray? And he's like, you'd be surprised. It's like... Okay, I don't no. think I'm going to be surprised by no. this. No. And then they all turn because they hear like a rumbling in the chimney. Uh-huh. And it's like, dun, 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 the flu. And instead, somebody says, run upstairs, but nobody moves. Yes, yes. Everyone get upstairs. And then they just sit there and look at the fireplace until the until bugs, the bugs come swarming. explode out mm-hmm. of the, the chimney. And then they go running upstairs with Dean. One can of one can of bug spray and a lighter, and he's like using it as a flamethrower. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever? Did you ever do that as a kid? With hairspray, I hairspray. Uh Um, not too dangerous. Um, (laughs) but here's the thing: like, whenever you do that, whatever you're spraying and burning stinks. Like, it's it's not just like it's it's cool, but then you're like, oh my god, that smells! I can only imagine how toxic spray you know lighting bug spray on fire yeah, would be yeah. and what that would have smelled like had they actually been using right probably the least of their worries at this point <laughs> I know. but again took me out for a second because i was like wow i wonder what that must have smelled like. oh, i didn't think about that i was just like this isn't going to do anything for no <laughs> and, and given given the number of bugs it was and it, that his his flame only shot like a foot yeah. and a half from the can. Yeah. It's like yeah, yeah. So remember how I said there was like thirty thousand bugs used uh-huh. in this episode. Even with that number of bugs in in real life, they didn't show up. They didn't play on screen. They just right. weren't big enough to play. So they yeah. ended up having to add in all those CG yeah. bugs. Yeah. And I was like, oh, the, so the cast went through acting with bugs. And getting oh my stung God. by bees. And uh, their costumes, they actually, all of their costumes had special cuffs sewn in to keep yeah. bugs out of their, oh out of God. their, but they said everybody, cast, crew, everybody still got stung. Oh my God. And uh, I think um, Jensen got stung once and Jared thought it was hysterical. Uh, <laughs> and then he sat down on a bee and got stung. On oh his my ass. God. <laughs> Which Jensen thought was hysterical. <laughs> so I could just only imagine everybody going through the trauma of working with insects and to only have to have them replaced with yeah. CG, which totally showed, of course, because the yeah. bugs looked ridiculous. Yeah, they should. Well, but they should have just done the CGI anyway. Working with bugs, I don't think, is a, a very safe thing to no, do. No, but scene, <laughs> they're not scene... really. They're not like trainable <laughs> animals. <you know? laughs> this scene <laughs> with all of these bugs flying in through the windows and us talking about you know real bugs versus fake bugs and (laughs) right so this is yet another bugs in hawaii story Um, (laughs) we do have some of those (laughs) not to mention mice but that that's That's, another that's another another podcast yep another podcast another story maybe another episode who knows um (laughs) we were all working there were five of us i think in this house working together this summer this is a different summer than the than spider, spider store mm-hmm. oh okay boy that different... would have been a terrible summer oh my gosh um <laughs> we come home from a 
it's in the evening, you know, we come home from like a long day of the driving people around and schlepping music stands everywhere. Theater production. Uh, yes. Um, we open the door and there's bugs like everywhere. I don't even remember what kind of bugs they were. They were like they, flying, like bigger than gnats, but not as aggressive as, as gnats. They were like a type of maybe little beetle or something. Yeah. Or like it almost looked like a lightning bug or one of those little orange beetle things. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. talking about? Yes, exactly. Exactly. It kind of looked like one of those. So a small bug was not a cockroach, was not a fly. It was they were all the same kind of bug. Uh right. there was a lot of these same bugs in this house. In the house. Like more than there should be in anybody's house at any given time. Right. At any moment. Right. Right. I mean, granted, you know, you open windows and stuff all the time in Hawaii because it's beautiful. Right. The weather and, is. Um, and most people don't have air conditioning, so you just leave yeah. the windows open. Yeah, so screens, you know, so <laughs> they should not be getting in. We're like, what the hell right. going on? You so are we- yelling at us. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you guys leave windows open? Let's let's start cleaning up the bugs. Yes. So then we, there, there are so many that we have to get a vacuum cleaner <laughs> with with the but like with the with the hose yeah the hose because and the brush were, attachment mm-hmm. right so we're like they're on the curtains they're on the walls i mean i felt bad you know cuz like these, these bugs were doing they not, were just right they're not our house right it's not our house <laughs> but we would vacuum them up and then sit down and watch tv and then it's like uh, oh yeah oh. they were they were all there again they were still there or like reappearing. We didn't we know if they were. Fig- yeah, I was yelling to them. Why are they still <laughs> coming in? I told you to shut the windows. So when we go, or you go upstairs, I think it was your room that was upstairs. Yeah. This time. <laughs> <laughs> I went upstairs. I was like, hey, you guys, can you bring the vacuum cleaner up here? And then we do. And this bedroom was not even joking covered like you could not even see the color of the walls really by how many well that, that's maybe an exaggeration but you you guys came upstairs with a vacuum cleaner to see me standing like in the middle of this room in front of wide open doors that yep. led out to the lanai your bedroom that, i'm that just gonna i okay. had left <laughs> open so I spent that whole evening <laughs> harping at you guys for for this infestation. And not only were you guys working really hard downstairs to vacuum up all the bugs, it was my fault mm-hmm. that all the bugs were in there. And now we had to vacuum my upstairs, yep. my, my room. And vacuum as in exterminate. <laughs> yeah. Chase bugs around the room with a wand and a, yeah. a hose attachment. Yeah, like a shop vac type of thing. There was more bugs in that room than I've ever seen anywhere yeah. else in Hawaii at any You're right. time. And you know what? I don't think that I ever saw that kind of bug again. You know, like it wasn't a, a bug that was like, oh yeah, that's the, the oh, whatever that's kind of beetle. Yeah. You know. Nope. Nope. Never saw them again. What the heck? <laughs> well, you know, next time don't build a housing development over... You know, a cursed tribal land. (laughs) And lesson learned. Right. Um, So the family makes their way upstairs and into the attic. 
um, where they shut out, I think, most of the bugs until they see, like, and hear, and visibly hear, um, termites chewing through the roof. I know. <laughs> Do you hear that? It's termites. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so termites chew a hole through the roof so that all the other bugs can now get can in. Can come in. Yeah, they're all working in cahoots with each other, yes. these bugs. Cahoots. Jensen and Sam, they find a big plate of something and, like, shove it up there and lock it in with a, uh, to block that hole. But then, oh, there's, like, three more holes coming in. <laughs> and so they're like, oh, no. So then they decide to armor each other with their jackets, you know, <laughs> in, yeah, a, in a corner. And they're just screaming. Everyone's just like, ow, ow, screaming, mm -hmm. screaming. And then suddenly Sam says, Dean, look. Yes, at approximately... 12.06 a.m. The sun rose. Because they arrive at the house, they explicitly say, it's 12 a.m. They're coming soon. There is no way. They did not, through camera or montages or anything, indicate in any way that five Time or six passed. hours had passed. <laughs> nope. They ran up the stairs. They locked themselves in the attic. Dean still has spray left in his can for fire. And For a little suddenly... bit, no, but then he says, like, oh, damn it. Like, it runs out, oh, and he out. throws it aside. Yeah. Okay. But that wasn't six hours of No. It was six spray. minutes. It was maybe six minutes. And then, not only do they say, look, you know, and the sun's rising, it literally went, whoop. Yeah. Like, the room yep. lit up. Yep. It was the dumbest thing it was just like, let's end this episode. We just yeah. have to end this episode. Yeah. Like, it was like, oh, we don't know what to do here. I guess we'll just have the sun come up. It was like such lazy writing. Yep. And lazy production values. Everything was lazy. Yeah. It it was it was stupidly comical. I mean, yeah. if it wasn't if you it wasn't trying to take itself so seriously, uh -huh. it would have been. This is how bad theater is made. Yeah. <laughs> Look, the sun's coming up. Yeah. You know, yep. there it is, dangling from a string. You know, oh, it was so bad. And all the bugs disappear. Yeah, they just Nobody go has any sting marks on them. They do then, but when they come back the next day, they're all miraculously oh. gone. Yeah. Ugh. Ah. Yeah. So, and but luckily, nobody dies. Yeah. Um, they nothing the boys didn't actually solve anything you know they didn't fix the problem this land is going to be cursed at this time yeah every every year yeah and so luckily luckily larry experienced the curse mm -hmm. firsthand and is like let's try to keep people yeah. out of this oh, okay area. yeah <laughs> yeah so he and the family are packing up and he's like well that was the worst you know financial <laughs> experience of my life uh, you know people died but yeah you know that's okay. I'm, That's I mean, okay. it's worth it. And then they, there's a there's a loving look between father and son. You know, right? It's like, he, oh, he, he acknowledges something good came out of it, which is, you know, he got to shelter in place with his son, and now they have a better understanding of each <laughs> yeah, other. Yeah. I guess. I guess so. And the son is throwing away all of his bug stuff, like his yes. Yes, his bug collection, you know. I don't think they're alive, but, you know, he throws away the dead things in the cages that he was keeping them in. and Right. Or the, the, dis the displays yeah. of, like, that giant spider under glass. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, Sam is just like, what, really? And he's like, you know, I'm kind of uh, freaked out it. about them kind now. Of, <laughs> I don't blame him. No. <laughs> I don't blame him. But it was a nice, it was a nice moment. It was. And, it was cute. 
and luckily you know at the end there's still more brotherly exposition mm-hmm. and sam says you know i want to find dad and i want to apologize to him which was a flip for me i didn't see that coming i knew he still wanted to find dad but the fact that sam was finding out that he wasn't always right you yeah. know he he had these he had all these feelings of you know, dad always came down on me. Dad was always hard on me. He loved you. You were the favorite son. You never did mm-hmm, anything wrong. Mm-hmm. He's like, but now he's seeing it a little bit differently through, um, you know, through Larry's eyes, I guess. I guess. Um, yeah, that was the thing. It was just like, how did he come to this, uh, this, this uh, change of heart? I think, I mean, I'm glad it through... happened, but maybe it's because he experienced this thing with his I, family. I, I want to say it came more through Dean himself because Dean maybe. actually was the one who said, you know, you're, you're, you've got dad all wrong. You know, you think dad just lets you walk out of the house, you know, after your big fight, but he actually checked in on you, you know, yeah. he, he cared about you. He wanted to make sure you were okay, you know? And so he's not the complete monster that you seem to think he is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you so, could also call him, you know, he says to right, Sam, it's like two way yeah. street. You can always pick up the phone. Yep. You know? So I think, I think it was actually Dean who gave him yeah. the, you know, but yeah. again, I didn't see because Sam's quote, quote the normal kid in the family. You would think that he had the easier upbringing. So the fact that he actually had to flip and say, "I, I was, I may have been wrong as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. it wasn't just dad. It could have been me." And I was like, "That's huge. That's actually yeah. a really big, you know, uh, discovery about yourself." Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that was in there. Yeah. And then they're like, "All right, peace out. Let's yep. <laughs> on to the next." Yeah. And, uh, but did you notice though, you know, it's, they've got the, you know, they get in the car they, in, in the Impala and they drive away. It like fades to black, you know, mm-hmm. it cuts to black and they do the final credit screen. Mm-hmm. Did you, were you listening? Well, it depends. What did you hear? Before the music starts, before the roll credit music starts, uh-huh. you hear bugs. You hear the bugs again. Oh, you hear, you hear, you hear this, like, there's a zzz, zzz in each ear. Uh, it's like, oh, zzz, I think zzz. I, yeah, 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 you're right. And I was like, clever. Clever sound department. I mean, yeah, sound I was, design. I was more focusing on the um, the different song that they ah. had on the DVD, which was Poison's No One Like You. Oh. I don't even remember what they played. It was just gener- general, general rock music. Because um, even in the – because I watched the Netflix one with subtitles, and uh-huh. even then it, ju- it just said rock music. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they they usually no, say the band name. Yeah, right? there weren't any, like, words right. or anything to it either. So. In the in that general rock music, because before the music starts, there's the buzz buzz in your mm-hmm. ear. Yeah. And then the music starts, they're still buzzing. Yeah. In, they're still insect buzzing in the music, and then it kind of fades out into yeah. the standard. I dun-unt, remember that now. Done mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but I thought that was a, a nice touch, given how craptastic... Everything that, else was that episode was. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it wasn't. I don't know. I don't want to completely say this was worst episode ever. No, but man, it was pretty bad. <laughs> it was bad. It just it wasn't the. I was expecting super cool bugs, like it was yeah. called bugs. And from the from the opening sequence, given how you know traumatizing that guy's death was, like like yeah. the detail they went in, mm-hmm. I was like, this is gonna be really creepy. There weren't like jump out moments there was no super creepy stuff the spiders looked ridiculous and it it just wasn't a supernatural-esque you know they we went from watching skin you know the guy tears his yeah and hookman the last shot of hookman was like him in this like awesome pose like burning the embers you know from the outside in and then Uh, to go to to that it was like oh and all it was was exposition about you know, the brothers. Yeah. It's necessary, but not all at once 
crammed into an episode that has right. nothing truly supernatural about it. Right. Yeah. So I mean, this episode had it was like the one where time and location had no meaning. You know. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, the one where they used the C team for everything. <laughs> Or where they just took the day off and said, eh, fuck it. Somebody else do this. Yeah. Okay, so I know that we've been doing these little Twitter recaps of recaps. We're nixing those. <laughs> Tried and failed. Yeah, it was. it didn't quite grab... It, it didn't grab us. So. Yeah, yeah. So that's okay. We tried it. Didn't work. And we'll try something yep. else. Um, so the something else we're going to try is we're going to do some shout outs to our friends who are trying something new. Uh, we have so many friends, acquaintances, colleagues in the performing arts who are... Well, with performing arts being shut down, people yeah. are, are looking for other, other ventures to... Right. Not necessarily always make money, but to keep themselves occupied right. and to reach out to other people to help them stay occupied. And if it's making them money, that's great. Yeah, yeah. So these are these are like shout outs for things that people aren't usually doing, if that makes sense. There should be like a little theme song to it, <laughs> like uh, like a sting. Like um, People doing things they don't do. Shout out to people doing things that aren't the things that they normally do. Okay, well, well, I'll get back to you on that. Let's let's. Uh, can we can we talk to Dan about? Nope, it's recording. just gonna be me singing it every time. Oh, okay. period. All right. Uh, <laughs> um, I won't sing it again. So. The first shout out that I want to do is to my friend Justin Cole Adams, who has a podcast of his own called Justin Takes the Bachelor. Um, and this is in a somewhat similar format of it's rewatching a show. Um, it's a show that is on live now, uh, The Bachelor, which I admittedly I don't watch. <laughs> Nor, nor do I, but right. I have many friends who do. Oh, my sister watches it. She and her friends do, like, um... Uh, they do watch parties? They do watch parties and brackets of, like, the... <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> like in which... March Madness or, like, football. You know, they do brackets, oh like, <laughs> for the How winner. Are the girls stacking up? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. So I wanted to shout him out because he's been doing this for a little... About a year, maybe a little over a year. And it was knowing someone who was a, a friend of mine, someone who I work alongside sometimes. It was just somebody in my circle started their own podcast. And that yeah. was really inspiring because I've been wanting to do a podcast for a long time. But it was seeing somebody that I knew do one. Yeah. It, that was really inspiring. It was like, oh. It can be done. It's yeah. really cool. It can be done. And I love that he's so shameless about the thing that he loves you know and it's important you should be shameless about the things that you're into it doesn't matter what it is doesn't matter if it's you know trashy reality tv or <laughs> trashy ghost hunting tv you know <laughs> right it doesn't matter right. if you like those things then be proud of them 
Um, and he's good. He's good at it. He is. He is so well-spoken. He uh -huh. knows what he's talking about. And it's so interesting to listen to. Even if you don't, li I, I don't watch The Bachelor, as I right. said. But listening to his pop, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. So intelligent. Yes. Um, and yes. thought-provoking. Yeah, it is. Because there have been a few controversial moments in The Bachelor universe that have happened. And he talks about them mm -hmm. in a very intelligent way you know it's not just all flippant stuff it's like oh no this stuff is important you know just because it's happening in the bachelor universe doesn't mean that it affects sure. you know, media in general or people in general and he talks about it and i love that he talks about it yeah. so give him a listen justin takes the bachelor he's also on instagram at justin takes the batch all one word it's spelled like Bach. <laughs> I know, I, when I first read it, I was like, takes the Bach? <laughs> okay. Right. But yeah, and he works for a company that I've worked uh, for and with for a while called Broadway Crew. They do marketing, essentially, for Broadway tickets, which Broadway is not open right now and hasn't been for almost an entire year. So... You know, this is, uh, he's doing something that is... He's doing his passion piece. Yes, exactly. Thank you. Thank you. He's doing his passion piece, and I love it, and I appreciate it, and I want to showcase it. So, um, I encourage you to go listen to it, especially if you're a Bachelor fan. If you're a Bachelor fan, you will love this podcast. I agree. Um, so, speaking of social media and all of that, uh, we are on social media. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Um... Our Twitter is at Salt and Burn This. Our Instagram and Facebook is at Salt and Burn This Pod. Come give us a follow. Come give us a like. Um, it would also be amazing if you could rate and review our podcast on all of the platforms that allow ratings and reviews. I know Apple does and Podcast Addict does. I don't know the rest off the top of my head that do or do not but that would be a huge huge help to us if you like this podcast to let us know or let the platforms know as they say subscribe and like exactly thumbs up and stars and follow and all of that so thank you for listening to this episode of salt and burn this and we will see you next week okay thank hey. you everyone we'll see you next thanks. week thanks bye